we're about to meet a green innovator that has bragging rights for being both the largest and the smallest. I'm Robert Colangelo, and this is Green Sense, where we bring you eco-innovations that are making the world a more sustainable place, like Power Not Food Digesters. They recently announced the smallest industrial-grade food digester on the market, along with the largest flat-top food digester on the market. And we're joined by Parnot President Ian Mills. Ian, thanks for joining us on Green Sense. Thank you. So before we get started for the public, uh, tell us what a food digester is. It's a stainless steel stomach. So it digests anything that you and I can eat. And like our own stomachs, it sends the waste down the sewer to the drain down the sewer. And so it is sold to uh, any commercial food producer who has waste food that they want to dispose of in an environmentally friendly way. And why do they convert that into an effluent that goes down to the drain and not a reusable feedstock? There's no silver bullet to getting rid of uh, your waste food. Um, if you are in the middle of a city and you have a truck come by, your facility to pick up your waste food and take it off somewhere, maybe to a compost or somewhere else, that's not necessarily good for the environment if that truck's driving 150 miles each way to pick up my trash. Um, use and, but if you have a compost locally, and you can compost locally and you can use that compost to grow fruit and vegetables locally, 10 out of 10 every time. You're driving at 150 miles, that's not necessarily good. Our machine gives you an eight or nine out of 10 every time. Good answer. So we've covered the issue of food waste and many solutions uh, that may be possible here on GreenSense. And we recently covered the app uh, Too Good To Go and a very clever app. They've hooked up with restaurants to uh, sell their surplus uh, food at the end of the day, uh, fresh and cooked uh, at a discount. Uh, but your machines handle a whole different kind of food waste. Tell us a little bit more and embellish on what kind of food waste. I know you said you, it's anything, but uh, maybe t talk a little bit more detail about what food waste your digesters can handle. It can eat anything that you and I can eat. But in addition, it can eat things like lobster shells and eggshells, it can eat pineapple heads, it can eat small fish bones, small chicken bones, but basically anything that you and I can eat. And so if you imagine a buffet has been out for two or three hours for people to eat, that food really is almost unusable um, to be used by anybody else. And so that is definitely likely to go into the trash and can't be easily reused. And, and sold to anybody at any price or even given away. Yeah, and so that has to be disposed of. And typically that would be going into the trash, going to a landfill where it would create methane. And now it goes into the sewer system, correct? Now it goes into our machine. Our machine will digest it, convert it all into water, and then it goes into the sewage system down the drain. Converts it into water, anything else? There's no, no residue. Um, the machine is like a big uh, never ending bucket. So you never need to empty the bucket. You just keep on putting in your waste as it is generated. The machine keeps on digesting it, converting it all into water 
safely disposed of down the drain. Well, that's pretty impressive. Can that water be used for anything? Can, is it considered gray water? It's considered gray water. Um, we do have some customers who are filtering it and using it for irrigation. Um, but as I said, pointed out earlier on, you know, you take the example of a big hotel downtown in the middle of a city, um, not very much use for irrigation water at their facility. So let's talk a little bit about how it digests all these different uh, food wastes. I assume there's bacteria, pressure, heat. How does it do it? No, it, it, it's a series of microorganisms and enzymes. And so we have a proprietary blend of microorganisms, which we call Powerzyme, which digests the waste food. And that is a blend of naturally occurring microorganisms. There's no GMO in it. And it's all safe to handle, but it's a blend which works very well together to digest the, the different types of food. And when it breaks down the food, it's creating enzymes and the enzymes continue to break down the food and, and then the microorganisms would digest it. So it's an ongoing process where the microorganisms continue to live and breed and, and reproduce inside the drum, but it's all perfectly safe inside the drum. Is the, uh, are the enzymes customized to the waste stream? Uh, no, uh, we have only one blend of microorganisms that, that is for most of our customers. We do have a special blend for a special customers, uh, but um, yeah, most of our machines just simply have the one blend. So you have a lot of well-known customers and they're diverse, Coca-Cola, Exxon, US Army, just to name a few very well-known ones. What's in it for them? Why do they use this? When you send your waste food to the landfill, it de decomposes anaerobically, that is in the absence of oxygen. And when it decomposes anaerobically, it produces methane, hydrogen sulfide, and a number of other nasty gases. And it smells. And that's why nobody wants a landfill in their backyard. That methane is 84 times worse for the atmosphere than carbon dioxide. So when you send waste food to the landfill, it has a huge impact on your carbon footprint. So the number one reason for any business to be looking at doing something is to get the stuff out of the landfill, reduce their carbon footprint. The second reason is cost, uh, that the machine can pay for itself because you're not having that trash picked up. You're not having to pay for it being taken away and therefore you're saving money. And tipping fees are going up. And so anything you could do to reduce that waste saves you economically and it saves the environment. So you recently announced the largest flat top food digester on the market, and most everyday people will never encounter one of these things up close. Paint us a picture. What's it look like and what makes it special and newsworthy? Most of our machines uh, are weighing the amount of waste that goes into the machine and reporting that graphically and numerically on the color touch screen and also up on the internet on the LFC cloud. Our customers want to know how much waste they're putting in and want to know how much they're putting in at specific times and we can report all of that to them. And this allows them with the ultimate objective that once they know how much they're wasting to be able to actually reduce it. So if you know you're wasting half of the food that you produce on a Wednesday lunchtime, maybe you want to change the menu or maybe you want to buy less food on a Wednesday lunchtime so you have less waste. 
uh, when you have that machine, that machine is weighing everything. And what it's actually doing is it's weighing the total amount of the actual machine. And from there, we zero out the weight of the machine. So therefore, we know what's inside the drum. And therefore, we know what the weight of the waste food going in is. The challenge with that is that when you lean on the machine, you're now influencing the weight that's been reported. And some customers need a flat top machine, which is going to take less space inside an already crowded and busy kitchen so they can use the top of the machine as a work surface. But when they're using it as a work surface, that's going to affect the weight inside the machine. And so what we have with this LFC 300 flat top is a, is a chassis in a chassis and the weighing mechanism is unaffected by the weight on the top of the machine. So what you have is a large stainless steel flat surface, which they can use for weigh, for working on and for storing on. And yet it, it's a biodigester, which is unaffected by the weight of the stuff put on top of the machine. And how many pounds per day can this handle? This one can handle up to, um, up to about 900 kilograms, 2000 pounds a day. And do you work with institutional kitchens and food processing facilities that, that go through lots of uh, volume and produce a lot of waste? Yes. Uh, before the pandemic, our biggest market was hotels and restaurants uh, and the like. Obviously, the pandemic has reduced um, the capacity of those places. So now the biggest market is supermarkets and food processors. Uh, we recently installed a machine which is doing over two tons a day at a facility processing tomatoes, cucumbers and carrots, for example. Yeah, right. They produce lots of waste. Well, you also made an announcement about the smallest industrial grade digester. It can handle 22 pounds of food per day. Um, what kind of uh, give us some details on that, what it looks like and who, who the target customer is? That one is the size of a residential dishwasher. And so it can fit underneath the counter. And unlike our other machines, which have the outlet pipe that flows into a grade level drain, which is common in large commercial kitchens, this one's like a residential dishwasher in that it can pump the output up to, to a kitchen or even higher up to the next floor up. And so it's used for smaller installations uh, for instance, we have one at Microsoft in Dubai, for example, in their small corporate cafeteria, which is digesting the waste from the staff meals. And uh, that, uh, but the target market is, is small cafeteria where it's not a commercial kitchen per se, and um, where they need it to be installed without the grade level drain. Um, We've sold a lot of those things for super yachts, for mega yachts. Uh, so we have a marine version that goes on to yachts as well. Well, your products are designed and built in Silicon Valley, California, which seems unusual to me, uh, not really the uh, hub of manufacturing. Why are you located there? And what are the advantages of being built in the US? Um, I, I, I moved to the US from the UK uh, 37 years ago. And so I live in Silicon Valley. And when I came here, there was lots of manufacturing in Silicon Valley. But you're right, that's all got squeezed out over the past 35 years or so as the cost of housing has become significantly more expensive. Um, uh, but we manufacture here because that's where I live. 
Um, but you're, <laughs> you're right. The of the CEO, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. It's expensive. And we have to be super efficient and make sure our products are super reliable so they don't come back to us for repairs. Uh, so we do our manufacturing efficiently. We do all the electronic design here, the metalwork design here. Uh, all the software is done here and we manufacture here and we ship globally from here. Well, even though your uh, machines are very important, unfortunately, they're not very sexy. Uh, what's your biggest challenge in uh, uh, selling your machines and getting over the stigma of dealing with these kinds of waste? Um, it, it's cost. Um, you know, a lot of people would talk about wanting to preserve the planet. Um, but at the end of the day, if, if it costs $1,000 to put our machine in uh, on a rental basis a month, and it costs them $700 to throw it to the landfill, they'll throw it to the landfill. And um, the law is changing. So California, the law from the 1st of January, that's now illegal for anyone to send stuff to the organic waste to the landfill. That's changing throughout the world. We sell into Europe and in Europe, they say, we just can't possibly send it to the landfill. It's not the right thing to do. Um, and so, yeah, it's, you're right. It's, it's also one of the things that people think last about because people will think about recycling the paper, plastics, cardboard, and metal first, and then they're left with all the smelly stuff. And that's where we come in. Well, I think the world's changing. And uh, like Bob Dylan said, he who was last will soon be first. So <laughs> maybe people are going to start thinking about the environment first these days. But I agree with you. Uh, whenever I talk uh, with uh, people in business, it's always leading with a financial uh, reason why uh, this makes sense. And then you can get them convinced that it's good for the environment. But uh, we appreciate you being on the show. I think this is fantastic. And congratulations on being the biggest and the smallest uh, manufacturer of digesters. Thank you very much, Robert. That's Power Not President, Ian Milnes. This is Robert Colangelo, and you're listening to Green Sense. Subscribe to our podcast at greensensefarms.com. And check out the Green Sense Minute on Thursdays and Saturdays on News Radio 105.9 WBBM Chicago.